Warrior Woman, welcome back to the Warrior School podcast. This is episode 200. We did it. Four years, 200 episodes. 13 of those were recorded in the last 16 days. What a wild ride. Welcome to the Warrior School podcast party. 200th episode after party? I don't know. (laughs) When we finished the Warrior Queen challenge, we had a Warrior Queen after party. And I feel like the after parties are way more fun than the main event. Uh, So we could treat this like the Warrior School podcast after party. When I was thinking about, well, what the heck do you talk about? Uh, It's got to be something good. Otherwise, it's going to be a little bit anticlimactic. (laughs) The pressure was on. I felt the pressure. I still feel the pressure. I have no plan for this podcast episode. I thought and I thought and I thought about it. And I was like, okay, what what do I need to talk about? But really, I think I just want to use this episode one to say thank you. Thank you from like deep within my heart ovaries. Uh, I'm so grateful. I'm grateful that you are here. I'm grateful that you whack me in your ears once or twice a week. Uh, it is a pure privilege and pleasure to spend this time with you. Uh, and I'm just deeply grateful. I'm so thankful that I get to do this work and that she's been a really powerful tool and resource for so many of you. There isn't a week that goes by that I don't receive some kind of message, DM, email, uh, or she doesn't come up in a conversation. And that's really cool. It's really cool to create something that is so powerful for so many women. And I cannot wait to do 200 more episodes with you. A thousand more episodes. Uh, (laughs) I love doing her. I love it. And it is a really big project of mine to grow her, uh, to provide more value, to have more conversations with other powerful women and people out there that are really leading uh, this space. And there's a couple of things that I think that I do want to talk to you about. Uh, we're going to sh- we're going to keep it short and sweet today because uh, a short and sweet party is a good party. Uh, plus, I've got to jump on a bunch of uh, coaching calls this afternoon. I should have worn a party outfit. I'm just sitting in here in jeans uh, and a t-shirt and barefoot. I also have a tea, which I'm going to take a sip of right now. So cheers. <laughs> Cheers to four years, to 200 episodes, uh, to the last 16 days, recording 13 episodes. Uh, Cheers to you for being here, for listening. I'm going to take a sip now. Everyone, take a sip of their drink. (laughs) Okay. So I guess there's a couple of things. uh, And I'll do a podcast episode on what I learned about doing this sprint. (laughs) Uh, After I've had a rest, so from tomorrow, I'm actually going to take three days off and have a bit of a rest and a recharge, a reset. Uh, But I will do a podcast episode 
on some lessons that I learned about doing this podcast sprint for you. I think the first thing that I want to talk about actually just came up on a coaching call this morning. And this woman uh, that I have inside of Warrior School, she always comes to our calls with uh this curiosity and with a lot of um, questions and mindset stuff. And I just, I, I always have my notebook beside me because there's gems that just come out of her mouth. And so I've made a couple of notes that I have here. And there's one thing that she uh, was speaking about that I thought was so powerful and maybe can be helpful for you on your training journey. So she's, uh, we've been working together for about a year and the last couple of weeks have been quite difficult for her in many areas, uh, her in her business, uh, in some of her relationships in her life. There's been a lot going on and she fell out of the rhythm with her training practice. And on our call this morning, I asked her, what did she want to work through and, you know, did she want to strategize anything or like how, how is she feeling? And she said, I'm really struggling with staying on course. And I have this urge to just want to renew and start again, like walk away from what I'm doing and just start something new. And I've struggled with that a lot in the past before this urgency or this sense that I just need to renew it because it's not perfect and I'm really struggling to stay on course and I I love that so I asked her to go a little bit deeper by what she meant by that and she said that when she she said that she hasn't made as much physical progress as she would have liked over the last year. And that's pretty normal for a lot of the women that I work with. They're in what I call their second life. And so they, most of them are in their 40s and they've come through this time period. A lot of them are mums uh, or they've had really big careers uh, and, you know, experienced a lot of stress they've spent some time healing learning about food and then they come to me because they want to create a consistent training practice and so they're in this this time where they're really creating their second life uh, which is exciting and fun but also challenging and scary because for a a long time they've held a certain uh, role uh, or they've done things a certain way And a lot of the women that I work with have tried lots of things before. Uh, They've been seduced by the short way. And all of those things have worked for a while until they don't. And then they end up really tired, overwhelmed and confused. uh, And they don't know what to do next. They don't know how to step forward into this second life and train in a way that meets their body where it's at, meets their like meets their themselves where they're at in their life or their season and so this warrior was really struggling with trying to stay the course and what she meant by that was we have this vision for her it's taking the long way home she's worked a lot on 
uh, her stress, her metabolic health, uh, her relationship with food. She's created a consistent training practice. She's been training, you know, three times a week, mostly for a year. But these last two weeks when she got knocked off her rhythm and there was a lot going on in other areas of her life, there was this real, this sense, you know, in, in her mind that she just wanted to walk away and start fresh. <laughs> and often I talk about it, how we're on the pendulum. We're either all in or we're all out. And we don't want to be in the middle because the middle is messy. It's a bit chaotic. Uh, the middle is where we have to kind of navigate and figure things out and learn how to adjust and modify you know our plans and our strategies to meet ourselves where we're at right now and what's going on in our life and that's really what she was feeling this friction and also if you're feeling a lot of friction and you really want to walk away from something now sometimes that thing is actually not serving you and it's not working with your body uh, and we need to walk away from it But a lot of the time, I think we feel this friction and we really have trouble staying the course because we're in the middle, you know, we're we're taking a different approach and that approach is away from the all or nothing approach. And so talking, talking to her and talking through this uh, with this, you know, she had this sense to renew and start again, but she said that she went into today's training session And instead of thinking, okay, I haven't trained in two weeks. I'm going to lose all my progress. Uh, This is going to suck. She went into it saying, I I am strong. I am going to meet my body where it's at. I'm going to try my best and I'm going to be curious about what happens. And often once we've built a really strong foundation, we actually, you know, we've built the foundation. It doesn't just disappear, after a week or two weeks of our rhythm or our practice being disrupted. It doesn't work like that, especially when you build a proper foundation. And when we're talking about staying on course and she was explaining how she felt a lot of friction that she wasn't where she thought she would be with her physical results, so her body composition. There's a few things that I will normally do uh, with women, normally lead them through if they feel like this. It's super common to feel like this. So, you know, they're in this uh, second, you know, second phase of their life, creating their second life. And so often, you, you know, we've had years of stress and maybe undernourishing, overtraining. Maybe we've birthed little humans into the world. So there's a lot has gone on in the last maybe five, 10 years in our lives, some even for longer. So we actually have to do a lot of work uh, on our mindset, our relationship to food and training. We've got to get more energy in. We've got to build a strong food strategy. We've, We've got to just show up consistently and train. And often those things take a lot of time to work on, especially if we're, you know, also working and have a career or a job or we're we're leading little humans, you know, we're homeschooling. Uh, And so it's almost like we need this six, nine, 12 months to do this work, to do the mindset work, to build some powerful relationships, to build a consistent training practice then it's then we get to this place where uh, 
you know, a lot of women start to feel friction uh, and because they're not, they haven't seen massive. Now I'm talking, you know, most of them see, they see results. They see strength results. Uh, You know, a lot of them move from being in pain or having aches and pains or an injury to moving away from that. They're stronger. You know, they do have more energy. Their biofeedback, we can start to see all of these green lights that were orange or red. But all they see is that they haven't achieved the big, long-lasting physical results that they've set out to get. And it doesn't come within 12 months. Now, sometimes it can, depending on the woman, depending on her training age, depending on what's going on in her life, depending on how much time and energy she invests into it. Now, I'm not saying these women don't invest time and energy into it. They do. But there's a lot of other stuff going on in their life or they have to work through a lot of stuff when it comes to their mindset stuff, their relationship to themselves, boundaries, their body, um, all of these things. And so it's almost like we get to this 12 month mark, then it gets really fun because then we've done all the work. We've been through all the shit. You know, we've got an elegant mind. We've got more energy. We've got a good, strong foundation with our body and our training. Now we can push hard. Now we can chase those big, long lasting results. And that's why I say it almost pretty much takes nine to 12 months to get to this place, to build a foundation. And nowhere do I say in building that foundation, you will get those long lasting physical results and changes because it doesn't happen that way. We actually have to train really hard for a long time to get those big, long lasting physical results and changes. And so then we have a lot of trouble staying the course. We really want to like get off and we want to try something new, uh, something that will get us there quicker. But like, you know, that's that's not the answer. We've got to stay on course. We've got to keep going. But there are a few things that can really help us do that. You know, when we really want to get off course, uh, try something new, do it quicker. Here is what we spoke through this morning. So the first thing is to help you stay committed to this. You really need to celebrate the results and the wins that you've gotten. So we went through all of the results and the wins that she's had over the last 12 months. She has... Uh, really worked on her relationship with her body image, with food. Uh, She has a strong nutrition strategy. She has consistently trained three times a week. Uh, There were, you know, a long list of wins and uh, results. Others are, you know, others come from doing the work. So for example, One of her recent ones was really around uh, training uh, with the seasons. So she learned that in wintertime, she actually does well putting her training early in the afternoon around three or four, but she was really struggling to do that in summertime with her kids and the change in schedule, uh, the change in daylight. So she's learned that the training actually has to go in just before lunch in the summer. And it's only through a year of practice of going through those seasonal changes that you're going to learn that potentially your training strategy looks different in the different seasons. 
we don't know that until we're we go through it. And this is one of the things that I said to her, you've got to just be in the practice for a year to literally just learn about yourself, about how it fits into your life, about how you navigate. Uh, for another example is with a lot of stuff going on in her business uh, and uh, her uh, some other relationships in her life. She let training go because she felt burnt out and really tired And I just questioned her around, okay, well, but what if you did show up to training? What if training actually helped you regulate your nervous system, gave you more energy, helped you feel better? Uh, And not saying that the choice that she made was wrong. We make the best choice with uh, the information that we have. And of course, training is a stressor. So if there's a lot going on in our life, it can feel a bit easier to let that go. But next time some of those things come up in her life, I invited her to keep training. But that training practice might look a little bit different. The strategy might look different. For example, right now in this sprint, I haven't trained as much. I've actually spent more time in the mountains hiking and doing some trail running. And I've done more aerobic uh, sessions. So I did an aerobic session this morning. And I actually haven't done a lot of strength training, heavy lifting and complex training right now because of these two weeks. And it's only through practice and time that you learn when different things come up in your life. Potentially, we need to change the strategy and the approach. And this is why, you know, I harp on and yap on about how we need to feel confident to modify and progress the practice to progress and modify our approach, our strategies. And so a really big learning for her was around potentially she doesn't have to give up training. You know, we the body wants to move. Training and exercise is really good for our mind, our, our, our body, our physiology. So what if we just change the strategy or the approach when she felt like this? And she might actually feel better by keeping training in. And so that's also a win because that's a learning, you know, that's an insight. And in the first 12 months of building a consistent training practice or rebuilding it, that's really what we want. We want the wins and the results to be around the mindset shifts, uh, the relationship that you have to food and training. We want more energy. We want you to learn how how to progress and modify the plan and the strategy based on the things that come up in your life, travel, sickness, uh, you know, uh, job changes, sick kids, uh, hard relationship stuff, you know, hard business stuff. And we've got to experience it to get the evidence to then formulate a stronger strategy. So then the second question or the second thing I invited her to think about was what would you do differently? So reflect back on your year that you had and what would you do differently? Because a lot of the time, the women that I work with are doing the best that they can, mostly. I've worked with some that could do, could have done better, but mostly the women, are you're doing the best that you can. And, you know, especially if you have someone to to help lead you, you're really hopefully working on your energy. You've got a proper training program, a a proper plan, and you have someone to support you and hold you accountable. And that's 
that's enough and that's cool. And so just proposing this question to ourselves can be really helpful. And what would you do differently? You know, if you had that year again or learning from the year that you had, what choices would you make, uh, different choices would you make to lead you into this next year of training? What would you change in your life? Are there some boundaries that you need to put up? Is it a scheduling thing? Was it an energy thing? Was it a lot of mindset stuff? Like where's the gap? Where do we need to work um, in or on in order for us to have a more powerful training year? Not saying that the year that we had wasn't powerful, but if we've got this goal, if we've got this outcome that we want, and for a lot of women, it's this big, long-lasting physical change, well then we take the learnings from that year of building a foundation and we asked ourselves, what would I do differently? Would you do anything differently? Did you try as hard as you could have? Did you work really hard on your energy? Did you follow the program? Did you do it consistently? You know, you got results, you got wins. Uh, so how else would you do it? What would you change? So that is the second thing that you could think about. Then from those things, we can make a plan. And so we spoke about, okay, well, what does that plan or strategy look like to help you move towards where you want to go, to help you get those big, long-lasting physical results? And really for this warrior, it's still consistently showing up to training and just trying as hard as she can every session because it takes a long time to get strong and it takes a long time to get those big, long-lasting body composition changes. Now, when I say a long time, obviously that is dependent on the on the female, on her life, you know, and what she's going through. So sometimes, you know, I've worked with women that it might take a year, 18 months. Uh, other women I've worked with, it might take a couple. And so I'm not going to give you a timeline, but as long as you are doing everything that you can and you know your choices and your behaviors are in alignment with where you want to go that's all you can do you've got to give it time as i said on a coaching call i can't magically click my fingers and make you really strong i can't magically click my fingers and give you a really long lasting body composition change right now you've got to put the time the effort and the energy into doing that and yes there is a way that we can shorten the long way home and that's what we spoke about today on our call what does shortening the long way home look like for her what would she maybe have to change in her life uh, and say no to to say yes to shortening the long way home and is she okay with that and really what that does is it actually just gives you back power you know, you've been in, maybe been in this place where you feel a little bit powerlessless and you um, are questioning, you know, the approach or what you're doing. You're finding it hard to stay on course. If you move through that, move through those steps, it really just gives you back the power. And now you're really clear on, you know, your results and your wins that you've gotten. You're really clear on what you would do differently. Uh, and then you've got a clear plan of um, what you're going to do to move towards those goals. So I thought that might be helpful when it comes to you and your training, especially if you're feeling a little bit stuck right now and you're finding it hard to really want to stay on course. 
And I get it. Yeah, there's times where I've really found it hard to stay on course in my business and in my training. But going through those steps really helped me. Uh, And sometimes we also just need some time away. We need to go out for a walk or head into the mountains for a week or so and just give it time. Okay, Uh, did I want to chat about something else? I think where I just want to finish on is, you know, 200 episodes is really cool and I'm really proud of it, but I'm demanding more from myself. And I think that's what sprints and challenges teach me is that we can, and I've spoken about this before on celebrating yourself or your wins. I'm an and girl. I'm a, we can celebrate ourselves and be proud of what we achieved and we can demand more from ourselves. And that's really exciting. That excites me. And so I'm proud of the 200, but I want to demand more from myself when it comes to my training, when it comes to my work, when it comes to this podcast. And I'm going to do that. Uh, She's still a big focus and a big project for me to grow, uh, get bigger guests on, do more episodes, video it, uh, give her more reach. And so I think I'll leave you with that. You know, I want you to really celebrate yourself and be proud of your wins and your results that you've gotten in the last week, 16 days, six months, year, and demand more from yourself. But in like a a loving way, of course. Uh, I think for some reason we're a bit afraid to, uh, and this is another thing I really want to speak about, about how the game has changed for women's training and even how women are navigating their lives. But that's a whole nother podcast episode in itself. And I'm really just marinating on a lot of these thoughts but don't be afraid to demand more from yourself for in every area of your life. Just make sure that you're nourished, that you've got energy, you've got a good plan or a strategy, and you've got someone or people at your table to help you do that. But go, go and celebrate yourself, celebrate your wins for today, for this week, for this month, for this year. And also think about how you can demand more from yourself. All right, Warrior Woman, it was a pure pleasure to do this with you. Uh, It's been loads of fun. I'm so grateful for you. I love you. Okay, bye for now. Warrior Woman, thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't, please give the podcast some love by subscribing now. And if you enjoyed this episode, please rate it and share it with another Warrior Woman. Also, if you want to go crazy, I'd love if you wrote a review for the Warrior School podcast. And also share and tag me with your biggest takeaways for the episode on the gram. Okay, Warrior Woman, have a great week in training. Bye for now.